Well, first of all, I have a real concern of any oversight board that does not include professionals who have a working knowledge or a practical knowledge of what they're overseeing. Uh, you would never want an oversight board on doctors and physicians that did not include doctors and physicians. I'm Bill Fian, and this is another edition of Fact Check. Our guest today is Kevin Hoyer, who is a La Crosse County supervisor. He was also the Republican candidate for the 94th Assembly District here in La Crosse County last year. He's married to Jody, his wife of 32 years, and he lives in the town of Hamilton, where, among other things, he operates the Hoyer Family Farm, which covers 650 acres and produces soybeans, corn, and other grains. He served two terms as president of the Wisconsin Soybean Association and three years on the American Soybean Association. He's worked at the federal level on two farm bills, and he's a current member of the State Farm Service Agency Board, and he serves on Western Technical College's Agricultural Advisory Board. He's a member of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau and the La Crosse County Ag Society. In addition to all of this, he's served as the Town of Hamilton Supervisor for the past three years on the La Crosse County Board. Kevin Hoyer, welcome to Fact Check. I have to say that I'm really excited to have you here in your capacity as a La Crosse County Supervisor. Can you just briefly share with us what it's been like the last three years being a lonely conservative voice in La Crosse County government? Well, thanks, Bill. Thanks for that introduction. And um, looking back at everything that I've um, been a part of over these years, it uh, really has added a, a huge perspective in how policy works, not only uh, on, the, on the national level, state level, but especially here on the local level where being on such um, supervisory uh, boards such as the town of Hamilton and uh, La Crosse County has has really um, opened my eyes on on how how we need to keep our voices heard all the way throughout. Um, you know, being one of the uh, in in the minority on the La Crosse County board, um, being on the conservative side, certainly has been a challenge over the years and uh, made me appreciate uh, some of the blessings and some of the things we do have going forward and. And looking forward to working, uh, working many more years on the county board to, to try to bring uh, more conservative voices forward. So recently, speaking of having your voice heard, Monica Cruz, the chair of the La Crosse County Board, appointed 12 people to the redistricting committee that will draw new county board maps. And you took exception to that. You gave Monica a call and told her that uh, you thought uh, you should be added to that list. Can you tell us a little bit about how that went down? Back over the last couple of years has been a, a strong um, discontent with how uh, districting had been done during the last uh, period of time after the last uh, census and how um, it got to be a real political football out there on uh, one party um, stating that they felt that they were uh, shunned in the, in the redistricting, and the other one uh, basically didn't didn't do them justice by doing it. And bringing that right down to our, our local um, policy and politics and local boards, um, I thought we should run by the same rules. If you want to have a, uh, a nonpartisan district, let's let's make sure that these committees are are set up that rep represent all sides and all voices, even here in the county. And it's important that. Um, People understand that if if you don't um, pay attention, if you do not 
really know who's who your leadership here in the county uh things never change and and that's one thing that i i really did take a, an exception to was that particular committee and there's other ones out uh, within the county um uh, board that that seemed to be stacked um primarily one way um to to get the to get the results that they are hoping for Right, and we need to remind people that the La Crosse County Board, which is dominated by Democrats, voted to put a referendum on the spring ballot in April of 2019, and 77% of people voted for nonpartisan redistricting. But given the opportunity to create their own redistricting committee, what did they do? They packed it with 12 people that they knew would, uh, would see things from their, from their uh, point of view. So moving on to another issue, which I have not heard much at all about, but which I believe is a huge issue for La Crosse County, and that is the ARPA funding. It's the federal dollars that are being sent to local governments. We're receiving close to $23 million here in La Crosse County. Last month, we received the first initial payment of over $11 million, and interestingly, it appears that La Crosse County government has no intention of spending this on improving roads or retiring debt. Now, doing a little reading, I see that the federal government tells us we can't use any of this money to retire debt. But what's your perspective on how the county is planning on spending these ARPA dollars? This is a staggering amount of money. We're talking about a total of about $45 million in local taxes per year that's collected in La Crosse County. We're getting a one-time windfall of $23 million. Kevin Hoyer, how do you think we should be spending that money? Well, first of all, it's just not the La Crosse County receiving ARPA payments. It's the city of La Crosse receiving almost just as much uh, funding as the county is. And then every municipality in the county, including the villages, the townships, and the cities are receiving um, a certain amount of uh, ARPA funding as well. Um, it, it's very disappointing that the federal government came out and put such a tight um, window or 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 restrictions on how we can use these these monies and it really can make it a little difficult for not only the county but the municipalities who need to really step up and and fix some things that have gone um, in disrepair over the years like roads bridges um, and we cannot do that um, these monies seem to be uh, geared towards dare I say more socialized or socially improved infrastructure than it does hard infrastructure like roads and bridges. So so you the, shared with me the results of a survey, and this survey was to La Crosse County supervisors, is that right? Uh, yeah, that survey that was shared is a survey of the La Crosse County supervisors. So the results of that are 23% say the money should be spent on sustainability and environmental protection, and 17% say affordable housing, 16% says infrastructure with a focus on an aging population. I'm interested to hear how you can explain that infrastructure doesn't include roads or bridges. 16% say child care. 12% say improving the economy slash tourism. 10% say contingency reserved until projects are developed. And 6% say equity. Boy, there we go. Equity. Isn't that right out of critical race theory? So 
how should this money be spent, Kevin, and, and why is it we can't spend it on roads or reducing our debt? Well, again, they gave us such a short list of, of things that we can spend this money on. But we also have to remember that this is also a definition that is very fluid at this point. And as time goes on, as, as these monies are being um, considered for, for spending, uh, some of the definitions are changing along the way. Uh, and I think some of that has to do with uh, pressures from other uh, states, counties, municipalities to the federal government on how we can spend this money. If we don't spend it, we lose it. So speaking to that, there's already been a lawsuit against the federal government that prohibited the original law, prohibited states from passing income tax cuts or tax cuts. So that's already been reversed in the courts. Isn't it possible or even likely that some county government might challenge this in court and say, you can't tell us that we can't reduce debt? Because I'm not sure our listeners are informed about this, but coming into this year, La Crosse County was $83 million in debt. And our debt service payments this year are $6.7 million. Not to provide housing for homeless people, not to improving our roads, not to doing any other things that might benefit the people of our county, but because of decades now of irresponsible spending, we're paying $6.7 million essentially in interest, debt service payments, on an $83 million debt. And now the, the feds are going to tell us we can't take any of this money to reduce that debt. So I, I think that's a real interesting part of this whole thing. Let's just for a second imagine that we don't have the ability to spend this on roads or reducing debt. Where does it look like people in county government want to spend this money? A lot of the talk when we put our heads together as far as a month ago on, on some general ideas on how this money should be used did look at um, water quality issues, um, primarily the, the PFAS issue out on French Island, along with some of the, the sewer issues, um, and, and that is well within the realm of uh, the ARPA funding that, that can be used on is for, for water infrastructure, Sewer um, and sewer uh, infrastructure, along with um, broadband cellular. Uh, so they did spell out a couple of ideas that we can use it on, uh, and that that did that did come forward out of a, much of the, the small sessions that we had. That that people thought that we do need to make sure that the sustainability of our not only the communities but the county is there. That we have clean water, clean air that we can move forward and, and ensure that we have that, that basic need covered. The sewer would fall under infrastructure from what I've read. Are there any cost estimates of what it would be to expand the La Crosse, city of La Crosse sewer system onto French Island and into the town of Campbell? Has there been any preliminary work done on that? I've not heard of any numbers here, uh, preliminary numbers or, or, or anything on that. But right now, it's basically a concept idea of uh, where do we want to um, focus on using these monies. And and the uh, the survey that was done uh, last week that, that brought forward where, where we stand um, before that, uh, the values that we, we looked at um, – came down to it, and in no particular order, um, the supervisors uh, looked at affordable housing uh, being one of the uh, values, helping to 
um, promote local economy and tourism, helping with child care costs, uh, looking at infrastructure, again, with a focus on an aging population. And then um, finally, again, in, in no particular order, making sure that there's a sustainability and environmental uh, concept with all of these things. So, that, so when we t- we're talking about infrastructure with a focus on an aging population, what does that mean? What is the infrastructure that benefits an aging population? Right now, the county has um, two main um, health care facilities, one being Lakeview in West Salem and the Hillview uh, Center here in La Crosse. Uh, Hillview is pretty much self-sustaining, but it's also to the point that it needs to have a lot of major uh, updates done to it um, because of its age. Purely speculate right now that that may be something that uh, could be on the drawing board of helping to improve the, the usefulness of, of the Hillview Center. I appreciate your giving us that insight. So let's move along to a new topic, which is the La Crosse County Board Criminal Justice Management Council formed a subcommittee. This was done at the direction of County Board Chairwoman Monica Cruz, and they've been moving steadily ahead with the creation of this police oversight board. That committee passed its recommendation back to the CMJC that they should move ahead with creating this committee, which includes no police involvement. There, there would be no involvement from any law enforcement agencies in this committee. So we've now seen this pass the executive committee of the county board. It's now come before the full county board, and there was a vote that it would be sent back to the Criminal Justice Management Council for some tinkering. You were at that meeting last night. Tell us what you heard in that meeting and and what you think it means for moving ahead with the creation of this oversight board. Well, first of all, I have a real concern of any oversight board that does not include professionals who have a working knowledge or a practical knowledge of what they're overseeing. Uh, You would never want an oversight board on doctors and physicians that did not include doctors and physicians. The same goes with teachers, the same goes with airline pilots or any other profession out there. So I I really have a problem with any oversight board that does not include people within that profession. As far as the the, the vote and the um, and the general discussion on that meeting, it was quite it was quite evident that um, there were plenty of supervisors that have strong support of our police departments, um, whether it's the county sheriff, the cities, um, the municipalities. There was quite a few comments stating that we believe our police departments are one of the best around right here in La Crosse the, the, within the, the city and the county. Um, with that being said, um, there was also um, some some people who, who truly feel that we needed to go ahead with this. Our police departments, our law enforcement agencies really feel alienated about this because they are doing the best job they can and they truly want to get do a better job along the way too and are looking for new ways, new ideas to do their job better and better each day. What profession doesn't want to do that? But to force a, uh, an oversight board that has no idea about policing to be overseeing them, um, to me, is ridiculous. So has there been anything discussed about the potential cost of creating this oversight board? Because in documents that I read, this isn't just creating an oversight board. It's creating a new 
agency in county government that would have a director, investigators, analysts. There would be costs associated for things like insurance coverage. Did they present any kind of proposals in terms of what kind of budget would support this? Nothing has been presented to us as far as how the layers would be set up or the costs that would be involved. And, and one thing uh, that that I am taking out of all this is the City of La Crosse has their Police and Fire Commission to oversee their local police department. La Crosse County has their Criminal Justice um, uh, um, board as well that oversees even the criminal management um, board on this and every municipality has their own layers of of supervisors and of people to, to oversee this as well. And coming right down to it, those of us that are elected representatives are part of that. If a citizen feels uncomfortable going to the police department or the fire commissioner who has it to, to lodge a complaint, they should feel comfortable in coming to a supervisor or anybody else that they have elected to be there. Uh, we have a district attorney's office that is set up that is supposed to help oversee this. We shouldn't need another layer of um, bureaucracy to oversee a, uh, our law enforcement agencies when we already have multiple layers already in place throughout the county, and each jurisdiction has their own already. Isn't this really a solution in search of a problem? Did they provide any kind of data as far as how many complaints there have been in the last year or two years that that involve, well, I guess this all started with George Floyd, so uh, excessive use of force is probably the issue that most people think about, did they provide any kind of data that would support the need for this type of a board? No data was presented to the board, and I even went out and asked for results of the uh, of the survey that was done um, a while back now and was told that the, those survey results were not available. Also asked if these committees that were um, exploring the possibilities of having the uh, Citizens Oversight Board had seen these, and uh, the response was, well, no, not really, which, which made, made me uh, very uneasy that we are asking people to make decisions with not enough information coming forward. It was also interesting that the La Crosse Tribune had information on these, uh, these questions and of the survey, and yet uh, those of us serving as uh, supervisors have not seen that yet. I cannot make a, a, a sound decision without enough information, and without that, it certainly is very, very difficult to uh, to to come forward and and offer support for anything unless there's some real real facts behind it. And, and we all need to look at facts and uh, and what's going on out there. Well, I'm going to break some more news here on Fact Check, your only dependable source of conservative news reporting. And the La Crosse County Republican Party did a Freedom of Information request a couple months ago. It's been months now since this survey was completed. There were over 1,400 respondents. And based on our analysis, over 70% of the respondents expressed support for law enforcement. And interestingly enough, in another related uh, Freedom of Information Act request, Monica Cruz is on record saying they need to get this survey in front of more people that share their viewpoint on this thing. So they tried to 
They tried to manufacture the result that they wanted in this survey to provide some political cover for the creation of this board. I think it's reprehensible. Well, that's very disappointing. You're sitting as a supervisor and being asked to make these decisions. That's the information we need to know before that comes to us. The other thing I found very, very concerning about this whole process was chain of command was not followed on this. It's coming out of a subcommittee that never went to its uh, criminal justice committee before it went to the uh, executive committee. So it skipped a step and went right to the executive committee without falling on the lap of the of the sitting committee that it was supposed to answer to. So let's just to clarify this because it's a fine point for our listeners. This police oversight board committee was a subcommittee of the Criminal Justice Management Council. That's the judges, the sheriff, the police department, DA, public defender. That is a committee that already exists in La Crosse County government that oversees law enforcement. What you're saying is that that committee, the Criminal Justice Management Committee, never voted on this, but that county board chairwoman Monica Cruz moved it right up to the county board's executive committee, and and that's where the vote passed. I believe it was uh, Andrea Richmond was the only person who voted against it. But you're saying the Criminal Justice Management Committee never voted on this? It never was on the agenda of the criminal justice. It was never voted on and went directly to the executive committee. Well, that, that would disturb me if I was the elected representative of the people of La Crosse County and they had done all this without going through the proper channels. That would concern me. It, it concerns me that this has gotten as far as it has. And I has was there ever a vote by the La Crosse County Board to proceed with all of this? I'm not sure I understand your question. Was there ever a vote on the county board floor where they voted to move ahead with this committee? There was a, a resolution brought to the La Crosse County uh, Board last week to set up ad hoc committee to further look into bringing forward a uh, uh, citizens oversight board, um, which in turn was uh, amended to send it back to the uh, criminal uh, I can't remember the name of the... Criminal Justice Management Council. Yep. To yeah, send it back I, I to served the, on that board for two years as a county supervisor. That's why I didn't know the name of it. But, sure. but so just to clarify here, I think this is important. Monica Cruz, as the county board chairwoman, sits on the Criminal Justice Management Council. She created this committee. She appointed the people who have an anti-police bias to that were going to be on this committee. Then the Criminal Justice Management Council that oversees this committee, never actually voted on this. Cruz took it directly to the executive committee of La Crosse County Board. And up until this point, there was never a vote by the La Crosse County Board on any of this. It just finally has, after all of this has happened, it's finally coming before the elected representatives of the people of La Crosse County. I want to be clear about that. So you had a conversation with Steve Doyle. Steve Doyle expressed He's a county supervisor and the 94th Assembly representative. He expressed concerns about the lack of police and law enforcement involvement in this, and he suggested it should be sent back to the Criminal Justice Management Council. He also said that he would vote for the creation of this oversight board. Is that right? That is correct. I do agree that the the police um, and our law enforcement need to be involved with this. And the way it was going down, our law enforcement um, agencies were feeling very alienated. And uh, bringing this forward 
one way or another was not going to be healthy for our community. Uh, Supervisor Doyle did uh, did want to kick this back to the committee to try to come up with uh, a more refined approach on setting up a uh, uh, citizens oversight board, um, and he did make it very clear that um, he would vote for it, whether it uh, was kicked back to the committee or not, which uh, is still is concerning. Um, it is kicked back to the committee, but it, it does give us the opportunity, to, it gives our law enforcement community an opportunity to uh, to participate even further in this and hopefully come to a, a resolution that is uh, amicable to them. And to me, that's important that um, we maintain our trust in our law enforcement community. They maintain their trust in us as well. And uh, we are a community. We have to live like it and not always be looking over our shoulder, no matter who we are uh, on, as we go down the streets here. Creating a police oversight board is a solution in search of a problem. We don't have a problem with excessive violence from our police and law enforcement officials. That includes the Sheriff's Department in La Crosse County. People that are setting this up are talking about creating an entire new county department with staff that will no doubt cost hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. They set this up so that they would have subpoena powers and they would be the ones that would decide disciplinary action to law enforcement officials And they set it up in such a way that there would be no involvement from law enforcement. From where I'm sitting, this makes no sense. And the people who are responsible for creating this whole thing continue to be dishonest with the citizens of La Crosse County. They should be forthcoming with the results of their survey. And that was, after all, paid for by La Crosse County taxpayers. It shouldn't require Freedom of Information Act requests to get the data. So, Kevin Hoyer, thank you for your service to our community. You're a great representative on the La Crosse County Board. Will you come back and give us an update sometime in the future? My pleasure to make sure that uh, the the citizens of uh, La Crosse County know what's going on within their local government. I'm Bill Fian, and this is another edition of Fact Check. You can join the conversation on Facebook at Fact Check WIZM. Join our group or subscribe to our podcast wherever you subscribe to podcasts.